Oh boy. So it, it, it really <laughs> was just like the first. Um, I, it still felt like the first two yeah. to me. It just felt like the, you guys yeah. were on the money when they say it. Because if it was the first fanfest, they wouldn't have even told us what the job was. They wouldn't have even shown us that clip of Alphano. They would have just cut mm-hmm. off. They would have. They would have like cut off at like us cutting off the tail off. They would have just left the whole Alphano part out. I mean, that was nowhere near the full trailer. It was only like two minutes of trailer. No, no, yeah. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. five point five is not even out yet. So, all right, we yeah. have. Um, oh boy, we. <laughs> So a couple things, guys. For one, mm-hmm. um, before mm-hmm. we do go into the live letter, which is still two and a half hours from now, we should probably talk a little bit about this, actually take a little bit of a break for ourselves, get food, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think yes. that's respectable enough. And then do kind of a similar thing to what we did before. But I think we absolutely want to talk about this right Thanks. now. This is not yes. the – you do not absolutely. stop talking about this, so I I, I need to pull. Th- I need to even just pull things up sequentially because it's there's 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 a lot there's a lot we got we got to break down. So I want to rewatch the trailer, but I also at the same time I feel like I understand yeah. the trailer enough that I don't need to rewatch it for the stream's sake. But mm-hmm. I think we need to start with talking about the trailer because it actually tells us a, a lot, probably without telling us a whole lot. Um. Uh, it's oh, the, no doubt. It's, it's going to take us a while to dissect that. Yeah, because so okay, so so the trailer starts. Obviously, I'm I'm a genius. That's we that was apparent in the first five seconds of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew that. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So sure, uh, buddy. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, it starts with the Warrior of Light as a paladin. And not really an Asian garb, but it, it very much draws parallels to the Asian garb, without a doubt. Without being a full on, like I think the silhouette is more Asian than the garb we actually see. It doesn't have any of the frills or anything and whatnot. But when they see show it silhouetted on the moon, looking back down at Hymelin, it definitely evokes Labrea esque and, and Elidibus esque uh, the moniker. I feel. Anything? I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the trailer. Oh, I just literally rewound uh, the stream. Uh, it actually is uh, up on uh, the Ubdubs. Yeah, it's up. Uh, on, it's up on YouTube too. I just, I just rewound, yeah. rewound the stream, and I just pulled everything. Yeah, I just from that. That's where I pulled it from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's coming on the Ubdubs. Yeah, it's going up. It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's on the Ubdubs. Yeah, because I mean, you can you can see through this. That even just the little the little silhouette of him walking on the moon, it just mm-hmm. it's it super evokes like Elidibus, which I mean, given the way that five points, I feel like there, am I the only one who feels like there's a little bit of a misunderstanding of what we go through as uh, as taking the seat of Azem, a little bit that maybe is going to be kind of further provoked in that sense. Well, the, okay, here's here's the tough thing about. The, the Azam crystal is that we know these crystals are given to the Asians to, you know, give them some of the memories of their, you know, former, uh, soul host, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but as far as we know, the ones that we found in Amarot were simulacra. They were copies. Yeah. They, they were yeah, it was, it was Amarot. It was Emmett, like mm. remembering them in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it might it might do something for us, but it's not going to do anything for us anywhere near as like profoundly. 
right. um, as as it would with like the real thing. I would say. Um, I mean, you're 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 right that like this is definitely like an homage to Elidibus on the moon, and we're supposed to be kind of thinking of that. I just I I have difficulty like reading so much into it. Um, until we get a bit more context. But, okay, here's, here's the important thing. When we see the map of Garlemald there, we can basically intuit that that's the, that's the main tower. Yes. It is right through the capital and it has just completely shrekted. Yes. Um, and it's, it's a stark difference from the original mm-hmm. map where we see a, a nuts yeah. in pieces Garlemald. It, it's very yeah. clearly different. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we know obviously that the thing with the, the towers and the terminus beasts, the lunar primals or whatever it's going to look like is not going to be resolved before 6.0. That is going to be 6.0. Hey, uh, Ethos. So, mm-hmm. Ethos. Yeah. There's, uh, in, in, so you might have heard of this game before. It's called Final Fantasy IV. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a dungeon called the Tower of Babel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is that uh, our Tower of Babel? Yeah, well, <laughs> it would certainly make sense, wouldn't it? You're such a dick. Uh, I fucking hate it. Um, what what I'm getting at here is that rather than primals, rather than um, uh, you know, big sin eaters, light wardens, we're gonna mm-hmm. have like. Terminus beasts. We're gonna have like big, scary terminus beasts. Like you know, we go through the Amarot dungeon, and Emmett's like, "The the first doom, and the second doom, and the final doom is upon us." That's going to be like the eight mans, and um, aesthetically, she certainly fits. Anima's gonna be one of them. Oh yeah, hundred like percent. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. also safe to assume that the dungeon we saw was one of the towers. Is more likely the penult. I guess the the, the final yep. dungeon before the final trial. More more than likely, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, right. that the the Tower of Babel, as I will talk, call it until we otherwise uh, have a name for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, literally, so, it, there it's everything's chock full of Final Fantasy four references. I have to assume everything's mm-hmm. Final Fantasy four based at this point. Mm-hmm. Even the changing of Dark Knight to Paladin from the previous expansion is a yes, direct Final Fantasy IV reference. So, and I um, love that. Yeah. So I wonder if there will be uh, mount or deals anywhere. If they're just mm-hmm. going to throw a mount or deals somewhere, anywhere. Who knows? Oh, I hope so. Man, the the announcer Boga here, by the way, is like the same skin as the ones we fought in uh, in Amarot. Yes. In that Amarot simulation. Yeah, which is kind of weird because it seems, they might be trying to redo the end of days, but they're still very much our, our nightmares, our horrors, like the, the people that are living. So, um, it's just, I guess that, that image and the, the creatures themselves have persisted. It does make you wonder because these creatures, no. you have to assume some of these creatures didn't exist before the final days and the final days put them in existence in some way, shape, and form and they still exist. One yeah. would assume at the very least that maybe these things didn't exist before the final days. Yeah, I think that's not entirely unreasonable. Yeah. Or they're kind of like, you know, they're like 
unicorns or griffins or whatever. It's like bits of things that existed. You know, like the Ananta Boga, the, the, the model that we're seeing here is normally understood as being a void scent that is summoned into the corpse of a dragon. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and obviously this was before void scent and before presumably, you know, Midgard Zorma's brood, um, came anywhere near the source. But like, we still had things like Voidsent because we still knew that like, you give someone a shitload of astral ether and they, you know, undergo this transformation. It's basically what Voidsent are. So it's like, yeah, I think, I think you're, you're about right about that. Here's, okay, here's, here's where I'm at at the moment. Koji said that, um, Fan Daniel has this secret knowledge. He wants something. They want something. They're working towards something. Um, the final days in ancient Amarod necessitated the summoning of Zodiac. Yeah. They didn't summon Zodiac because they wanted to. They didn't summon Zodiac because it was like the best of several plans that they had. It was literally like the last resort. And I don't know if you guys remember why they did it like specifically, but it was like Do I the planet is. Yeah. Yeah. You get a point. Yeah. This is Azivian. <laughs> oh, um, they are Zivia now. Um, it was specifically to rewrite the laws of existence and creation and the, the laws of physics, the laws of magic, the laws that govern the stars, basically to, to just like rewrite the order of things into something that would work for Zodiac. Um, Elidibus was the heart of Zodiacs, not anymore. Xenos right. could become the heart of Zodiac. Great. If that is something that Fan Daniel can influence, if Fan Daniel can basically set about a condition where we are forced to allow Zodiac to come back, or we are forced to go to the moon and be like, shit, we need to rewrite the laws of creation again to stop this apocalypse, then Fan Daniel gets to rewrite the laws of the star to whatever the hell he wants to his order. And we don't know what that is, but, you know, it, it seems like the classic, you know, he's a very Kafka-like villain, and it seems like the classic, like, I'm going to rewrite the laws of existence to make myself God. All right. I, I'm really thinking, like, mm-hmm. like at the moment, that's kind of where it's headed. But in in the same way where, like, in Shadowbringers, right, we were presented this this sort of game by Emmett Salk with a no-win scenario, and we were like, well, we're going to change the game. I think it's going to be the same thing, right? Is that we're going to the moon because we're trying to like work out what an alternative can be. We're fighting against the terminus beasts because, you know, the, the ancient Amritines, they couldn't do that. They couldn't defeat these terminus beasts, but maybe, maybe we can. Right. And I'd imagine that the Nimians having fought against, fought in the war Mm -hmm. of the Magi, I mean, they, they, specifically with Anatobogas, I I guess this applies more to than Terminus Beast. They, they had to deal with magics that didn't really replicate it so much, but the way that the void, uh, that void magic was used against them, maybe there's, I, I, I'm trying to think of the significance to the location. Mm -hmm. Why'd they pick that location in Limsa Laments? Why, why Nimian ruins of all things? the, The significance of it is that there's a tower right there. Yeah, that's true. I guess they could be trying to break um, into the tower, yeah. Yeah. So I I think that like hitting these towers and dealing with whatever, you know, great terminus beasts has has been brought forth by them is going to be our uh light wardens effectively yeah. if they if they're kind of continuing the same sort of um structure 
and and I, I think I think they will because this this isn't just about narrative structure. It's about the game structure, about having these eight man trials that are kind of interspersed throughout, and they're needing to be like a narrative structure to support them. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I like the idea that there's something about Nim specifically because I like the idea that particularly in the trailer, you know, looking at Fan Daniel's tower, it is so Mark, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And and I I think the way we sort of explain that is like, all right, well, Mark is using the void, using the power of darkness, using the power of astral, and this is what that power looks like, right? The Asians have that same sort of power because Zodiac is the same kind of alignment, so it's the reason why the Asians, you know, so often, like, use void sets. I have a question. Do you think Emmett had anything to do with Mark at all? Do you think he was a driving force behind the Mark? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the mark was like an expansionist sort of territorial empire that, that basically started consuming the realm, expanding, you know, imperial aspirations and all that until, um, the Amdaporians kind of developed their white magic to a point where they reached like a, a sort of like cold war, basically. They, yeah. they had a, a kind of like nuclear deterrence between the two of them. Oh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Emmett, Emmett had, Something to do with it. And that, and that would explain, you know, why the Void Arc looks like the, the way that it is and why they're using Void Set and all that. So that's kind of where I'm going at the moment with that sort of commonality and appearance. Um, one thing that's interesting, I want what you guys think about on the map, it looks like Turncliffe is a little unveiled on the right there. Is that Turncliffe all the way to the east that is on the Let me map? See. Is it's, it's, where it's are you? on, no, oh, I, on the, I have a hard okay, time telling because I can't, I can never remember where the latitude of Authard and, and everything is. I'm, I, let me, I, let me have a look. I'm trying to find the frame for it. Yeah, I <laughs> think it's just Authard. No, you know what? I can see the burn kind of. Yeah, I think I can, yeah, I can see the burn. It's, that's kind of under. Yeah, I always have issues okay, with, with the, with the latitude. Yeah, I always have an issue yeah, with yeah, the latitude. I, I completely of understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's the it's the same map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just that Thavner yeah, is actually unveiled. You can see Thavner. What's the island to the west of? No, Thavner's Thavner's always been unveiled. Yeah, but what about what's the island? Is that which? Oh, it's never mind. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember all the mm-hmm. islands. I was, dude, I can't remember all this as well as I'd like to. Well, this is this is the same map. I'm kind of surprised, yeah. right? Because yeah. I would think that. Like the rest of Nagra and Dalmasker and Wurlitz and Borgia and Landis, they would all be uncovered now and then. Yeah, they're just kind of like off the screen. And and I would think that they would wait until May, until like we've gotten more information or after, I guess, 5.0. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, you know what, Mm -hmm. what, you know what's circling Garlemald on this map? What if that can we go? A whale. A whale. I know it's Bismarck, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and there's still that big boy. And another thing, I I just might be seeing things. Does it look like on the left-hand side of Garlemald, the cloud looks like a figure, so to speak? Kind of. I see what you mean. I don't think it is. It almost looks like, I I see kind of like an arm in there, but it doesn't look like it's actually making anything out. Could be the giant of Babel. <laughs> For the Tower of Babel. Mm. There you go. That's- so another thought I'm having here, just just looking at the map, right, is yeah. I remember, like, back in Stormblood, um, I, w- w- it was the Stormblood Media Tour. I was sitting down with Yoshida. And um, mm. just going to do the name drop there. Um, 
And we were talking about the dragons, right? Because we just finished the dragon song war and I was like, okay, the, the, um, Dravanians, um, would understand that the Galleans have been trying to acquire neurolinking technology in Azasla. And if they start using that against the dragons then uh, basically other dragons going to come back into the fight at some point. Um, and obviously we found out that, you know, through the warring tribe, those neuro, the neurolinking technology was, um, sabotaged by Sophia's followers and like ended up, you know, being useless. But Yoshida's answer was like, well, it's the Garlemald, what they're doing right now is not big enough for threats. Like it's, it's, it's still like a pretty small blip from the perspective of the dragons. I feel like the apocalypse is something else. And I feel like with Astinian coming back into the MSQ, that's something else as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Midi's going to wake up from his Omega lol nap. Um, even though canonically, I mean, there just have to be dialogue things. Like, he'd yeah. have to acknowledge being awake versus yeah. having been gone for so long. Um, but we still have, I mean, FS, you and I have been talking about Azdaja and Virtue for literally ages. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Astinian being involved is uh, a big one as well. Yeah. So things that things that necessitate characters or, or beings we've known about for this, if anything's going to necessitate something of that scale, this is one of those mm-hmm. things. Most yeah, likely. well, that's the thing, right? If 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 all these these enemies, these threats are going to suddenly escalate, then the you know the presence and the involvement of our of our allies is all going to escalate as well. You know, like yeah. we're coming we're coming to the we're coming to the peak. All these characters that we've kind of left behind from the previous expansions, they're going to like naturally sort of come together at the sort of narrative, the natural narrative precipice here. Yeah. Um, man, I look at old Charlie and on the left there and I just, that's the only other thing that's on my mind. That's, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, we're all in agreement, right? That, that it's going to be, rounds out how it's going to be Charlian. We can't, yeah. it can't be Gullimod. Gullimod's fucked and <laughs> it can't be the moon. There's yeah. no city going, God. There is a city on the moon that's incorrect. Uh, so you can't rule that out, but I don't, I, I personally don't think, I, I think Charlene. Especially mm-hmm. seeing Sage, I can't help but feel like it, it's too, it's too Charlene in nature, the entire job and the way that yeah. it, even, even the way the weapon works. It's such a Charlene yeah. method of, of, of combat that I, yep. I would be, I, I would be blown away if we we're going anywhere yep. with that and meeting Alphado and Alice's parents. So. Yeah, it's so interesting, right? How, how they made the point with Alphano and Alice, they both to talk about, oh, you'll, you'll be surprised. You'll learn how Alphano decides to pick up Sage in the MSQ and oh, you'll learn how Alize gets her new outfit in the MSQ and you'll be surprised by that. Um, I mean, we've got a render of Fulchernal. Here, here he is. Fulchernal. Livia. I gotta, I gotta try to that, pull you up on a bigger screen because those scenes always break for me. All right. I mean, at least I got right. you on this well, one. Look, there he is. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not gonna be very clear. No, it's but, not. But there he is. There, there is a render of their dads and we've never seen him, but this is in the first encyclopedia. Like his, his assets are in the game. He, he has a render. He's got, you know, we know, we know a little bit about him. All right. Um, when, when we saw the, the job showcase, I was looking at that and my first thought was like, oh, well, that's Charlie. And like, we're seeing, you know, internal shots of a, of a zone in Charlie. And, that's Google um, <laughs> it was, it was not, no, yeah, it, it, it was, Google. yeah, yeah, it was great Google hard mode. Um, and they just kind of like dropped that mob in there in a couple of different places. But 
Yeah. That was so deliberate. Yeah. Right? No doubt. That was no such doubt. like such like a deliberate kind of thematic sort of bait for us that I, I have a really hard time imagining that it's not going to be Charlene at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I came into Ethos' stream a few days ago just to piss him off a little bit, but I think I might be fairly close yeah, to, to what it was. <laughs> um, I predicted – I see, I predicted – what two zones in Ilsa Bar three in Charlotte mm. or something like that, and then one on the moon was I think what it ultimately boiled down to. Um, mm. I'm still kind of in that boat. Ilsa Bar would be the Garlemald zone where the tower is. Mm-hmm. Charlie mm. and I think obviously Thavnir got thrown in there. You were predicting Thavnir. I remember that very, mm. very, very specifically. Um, mm. And yeah, I mean com- between the two of us, we got it covered. I mean, we couldn't have gone wrong with having any guesses, but going to a lot yep. of different locations is definitely a. Uh, a big part yeah. of the of the whole thing. I just wonder because too much of this takes place in Limsa for me to have to mm-hmm. wonder how the old zones are are affected by because they can't just be okay. You know what I mean? Like I refuse to let yeah. that let that be the case. Yeah. So well, mm-hmm. they they could they could give us just like more zones. You know. Right. It, it yeah. could literally be like, hey, hey, you you see that tower in the distance in Limsa? That's part of Vilbrand that we can't explore yet. Just give us a, you know, give us a, a, a zone in Vilbrand. Like that, that would be kind of like what they did with the Turncliffe. Yeah, I I don't think they'll do anything along yeah. the lines of yeah. a of like a cataclysm. And now that they've no. gone into a little Not more yet. detail, no, but... no. I mean, you know, Garlemald's going to need some reconstruction. After it sure will. There's definitely going to need to be but, yeah. some Garlemald reconstruction. The, 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 thing, the thing about Eorzea and, and Cataclysm that um, people keep sort of talking about that is, you got to remember, like, mm. we have not seen that much of Eorzea in open world zones. Right. We've, we've been into mm. all of the regions, either in a zone or in a dungeon, but there are huge, huge, huge parts of every single one of those regions that we have not been to. Um, you know, Zelfatol, Pagathan, we've seen like maybe a third of the island of Vilbrand. We've seen maybe half of the shrouds. We've seen like a quarter of a Blathia spine tops. We've seen just the tip of the Sogoli Desert. Um, the, the, like, uh, Dravanian hinterlands and like that, that whole kind of forested area up there. Um, so the way to do it would be like, hey, if Eorzea is getting messed up by stuff that's happening at a certain narrative point, just put it in the zones, like the parts of Eorzea that we haven't been to yet. And let us see it, like, in the distance from the old zones, but then let us go to, like, these new places, right? Right. I would love that. So I'm not, I'm not expecting that, but I'd love it. So I, uh, if, you, if you can see me on the stream right now, you can see I can't help but notice... Uh something with my mouse cursor that uh, uh and I had a feeling that if I looked closely enough I would find something. Yeah, that's um a scythe, isn't it? Uh, sure does look like the sure does look like one. Uh because yeah. there's a the, the, there's two theories going around. One is that's that one one is that there is that's a scythe weapon and it's some like it's necro or it's some other job. The other theory is the shirt that he had on was a was a movie that was uh, directed by Julian Temple, Templar. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, I think Xenos is picking up the new job. I think they made that obvious with him be- dropping samurai and becoming something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. The idea of him becoming a Temple Knight or a Temple, I can see him picking up a hammer. 
at the very least. If he because that mm. still fits in the whole hammer of darkness, uh, darkness against shield of light theme that was present with Gaia. That is, uh, yeah, I think I think that's a totally valid. At least that a two handed mace is is some sort of possibility. No 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 hammer and shield kind of thing. So uh, yeah, it's 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 tough to tell, but I think whatever that is is at least the outline of his weapon. It just looks more like a scythe. Um, but at the very least, yeah, either either a hammer as a weapon, or I just think a scythe. I just think scythe, scythe is the at least the thing I wanna I wanna lean towards well, it's more. It's not the only place we saw a scythe. No, it's not. Um, not. In that in that uh, dungeon in one of the towers, there was like a a sort of a relief, a a statue, kind of built into the wall. Trying to find it now. New areas, threats, challenging new dungeons. Here we go. Um, It was before the train. There, I found it. I don't know if you guys have got this. No, hold on. I gotta look at it on my phone because otherwise it's gonna show up on the stream and it's gonna mess all the cameras up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to rewind. In in the VOD it's one twelve forty six, you can see it. Okay, okay. One twelve forty six? Okay, one twelve forty six. Here's forty four. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can see it's like one of those little pathetic looking scythes at that. Yeah, you pointed it out in the middle of the show. I as mean, well. It's more of a sickle. Yeah, it's, it's more, more it's sickle. way more of a, of, of a sickle, but a sickle's so yeah. close enough. You know what I mean? But, but it's definitely something. For me, it was really important. I was like, you know what? I just realized this trailer is the next version of the trailer is going to be designed for us to have seen 5.5. And in 5.5, mm-hmm. we'll see Zeno's probably pick up whatever it is he's going to be putting down. And yeah. so I yeah. immediately thought to go look at the chair. Can I see anything on the chair? And uh, that, that little outline is the only thing I could really catch. So we'll see. That's a really a, good intuition. Yeah, I've I've done a few of these before, so <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't help but think that it had to, that something like that had to be present, and I had to make sure it wasn't part of the chair. At least if the chair is mm-hmm. uniform, it's not part of the chair. But you can see that the, on the left, you can see the outline, and on the right, you can see him leaning. So. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, my vote. Where are you guys putting your vote? I'm putting my vote in, in this, in the scythe sickle category. That's right. I'm, I'm putting yeah. mine. So be yeah, it. me too. I, I, I would love it to be a hammer because again, you know, hammer of, of darkness against a shield of light would just like so perfectly yes. kind of complete that, that theme. Yeah. But um. Oh man, the Alphano and Alize renders are just so good. Yeah, you're looking at the preview site. Yeah. Oh, that's just. What, what, so what nice. about you, Sly? I saw you shaking your head. No. Are you on team <sighs> team Hammer or just team anything else? I suppose. Team anything else right now. I mean, I want to see a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more out of the patch before I like go ahead and like say it's going to be a scythe job or a hammer job um yeah we'll, we'll probably find out we'll probably find out soon in 5.5 as as you get like closer to it as it pulls into the chair on that shot yeah you see mm-hmm. you see like the the handle of it is yeah. very like it's very narrow, narrow i think yeah. i think mm-hmm. yeah and then the it looks like you're seeing like the back of the scythe and it's like, like, kind of like curves up and then starts curving over yeah i really think that it is a it's a scythe or a sickle yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my vote. Already, 
Yes, Lai? Then again, we already had the assets for it in game anyway with uh, uh, the what's name in, um, yeah. I mean, it, a scythe can I only mean, look something like his. Yeah, the Edo scythe. I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, for, for, for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, into, I, I like the, I like after the, the Sam Raimi thing, at least the looking mm-hmm. at the name of the director of the movie, kind of, I, I like the idea. And, uh, again, Hammer of Darkness thing, I will, I, mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd say that's, that's not an, un, after the Sam Raimi, that's, that's reasonable enough to me, to be mm-hmm. believable. We've seen, somebody brought up Ranjit, obviously, uses a scythe to some degree. Uh, not even to some. No, he very... uses he uses guckamots. That's different. I mean, it's a <laughs> he size. makes a yeah. scythe out of guckamots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's there's plenty uh, of there's plenty Fadiad, of precedent. Fadiad uses a scythe. Yeah, for Diad. For for Diad, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hard to tell. Again, it's it's deliberately uh, you know kept kind of a secret so that we don't uh, we we don't do. Anything crazy, but yeah, I mean, I can't help but feel like he. All I can think about is every time Xenos is chilling, he's got a weapon with him. Every, every time, I just can't help but. But think he doesn't about that. now. He just broke Ami no Habakiri. Yeah, that's he, just, he, like, went to, and he needed to go shit. get a replacement. Yeah, I just want to know what's going. What's like? They're obvious. It's it's, it's who's what's Nerva? Like obviously, Brutus, House Brutus is funding Nerva, and this is happening. Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, again, Asahi, aka Fandaniel, can just make fucking cash appear out of. Yeah, I'm wondering so. if he's just he is Nerva also. Like, is he just? Is he's like I got two bodies now? Because I feel like they're just calling all the Guardians so. back to kill them, not to actually fix this whole. War. Yeah, I I think I think perhaps like killing the rest of the royal family. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and making sure that there's. Basically making sure there's no one for the Galleons to unite behind, right? That's why they wanted to destroy the Populares. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it would make sense why they want to kill Nerva as well, because Nerva, you know, he was a contender for the throne. Like, he nearly he nearly had it. No one likes Xenos. <laughs> like, yeah. no one wants him to be on the throne. <laughs> um, so if all that's left is the Legatuses and their kind of faction squabbling, basically doing what Noah's doing, trying to carve out their own piece of of something new, then there's no chance, you know, like the most meaningful resistance against Fan Daniel would be a united Garlemald. Which at this Um, point would probably be backed by a united, like at this point, it depends on who's in charge. If it's Valens in charge, not a chance. No, 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 absolutely not. But if it's a Gabronth, Um, Gabronth is very mm -hmm. much an idea. I mean, he's, he's old Gaius in a sense of, you know, subjugation is a method of, of, well, yeah. I mean, but, one, I don't, yeah. I don't think, I don't think he really cares he's, about that. Yeah, he doesn't get um, and and two, you know, it might be further evidence for the fact that he's got to be, he's got to be dealt with before six point oh. We got to do him in five point five five. Somebody um, said Emmett yeah. was narrating the teaser. I'm gonna have to listen to that real quick. I don't think so. Here, I, I don't look, think so. Hold on. I got to do the non-combat section. Spot after with Alpha No and Alice. Yeah. Oh, the first part. Okay. Oh, the very beginning. It's another very, um... Mm. By the way, this theme already slaps. 
Yeah. I don't think it's Emmett because he, he says the final days. Well, no, he could be talking about the, the final days, like, of Amarat. Yeah, we could just be remembering what he yeah, said. Yeah, could be remembering, but he, he says the final days are upon us. Yeah. Like, as in... You know, present tense. So it's kind of hard to see. He says war upon us. No, he does say war. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to see where he's saying, if he's saying Amarok or if he's saying... No, I it's think literally line for line what he's saying in Amarok. Yeah. yeah, it's line for line what he's saying in Amarok. It is? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. It is. Line for line. Yeah, they were upon Yeah, it's the exact same line. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay, so we've got that. Um, we've got there's there's just a lot of symbolism in terms of us standing on the moon, him watching, you know, Xenos watching Garlemald burn with a, a patient look on his face, just looking at the moon, mm-hmm. just looking. The, the at other the thing, moon. the other thing we've got to remember here is um, they've been getting better at it, but the trailers are not like a hundred percent literal, right? Um. And I think we're looking at us on the moon there and being like, why are we on the moon at that point? What are we looking for? Um, that's that. Yeah, just, I, I wouldn't take I that. I think part that would be end game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be like absolute end game is like, okay, we've done all the rest. Now we need to go deal with Zodiac, right? right. On the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then we rather have a star than, destroyer you know, going to the moon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Rather, rather than like starting there and looking down on Xenos and being like, ah, as soon as I find where I parked. <laughs> that took a second. I like I like people yeah. looking back at seeing that there's uh that Koji has an Astinian shirt on. <laughs> there's uh it's a nice little yeah. uh nice little detail that nice I'm sure is. Hello, yeah. Yeah, I don't know I like that. Alright, so we already covered Sage. So the big thing to talk about with Sage, they didn't really talk much about how it actually plays. They just but they did drop a bit of healer information now. I have a very, mm-hmm. very exact quote from my own interview with Yoshi P back in why there was no healer in Shadowbringers. And they very much said that t- at least the internal talks at the time were that they realized they really needed to div- to stop the division between non-barrier mm-hmm. and barrier healers. And that seems to have yeah. completely turned on its head. This is much more reminiscent of their original idea for the tanks. They have two main tanks, two off tanks. Um... Where in that, it's not that you couldn't play with two of them, but ideally you would want to. But this is a hard step in the direction of one barrier, one direct, because they said they're going to make duty finder changes. Specifically, they said raid finder, which, you know, which means NA never has to deal with it because you never use the raid finder. But, um, to make sure that, the, that larger parties have one barrier healer and one, uh, direct healer, I suppose. Main heal, off heal, however, however you want to look at it. So, um, I'm, I'm wondering what led them to that decision. Maybe, maybe they decided no matter what, you needed to be able to prevent damage and you need to be able to heal from damage. How you achieve that isn't so much important, as important mm-hmm. as those, that's, those literally are at the very core what needs to happen, no matter what. Do you think the Lubrum had any say in this, even though it's just been out for like a week? No, I, you know what? Delubrum does a, does a pretty good, so Delubrum normal is pretty freeing. You can, you have a lot of freedom to mess around in Delubrum normal. Um, true. I've main tanked as white mage. I've main healed as paladin. It's, it's like, I think it's, it's really hard to, to really nail something down with that. Um, 
in Savage, you it very much comes down to the actions more than anything else. Actions are way more important in Deliverance Savage than they were in BA. Like a million times more important. True. So I don't, I don't think that even, I don't think they're, I think they, Deliberum is more of an example of them understanding how to create content that is very much designed around a unique system that doesn't exist in the rest of the game. Unless of any indication of stuff they're thinking about in the rest of the game. That's how I feel yeah. about it. But the big thing is that Astro has to be reworked into it. They're literally basically saying they're removing Noct as a stance, removing the I can do two things. Option and focusing on so one. You're saying they're uh, making it worse. I'm saying they're making it more focused because one of the biggest problems with Astro is one sect is almost universally better than the other in any given patch, and then that's what ends up determining. Like that's what ends up determining what becomes quote meta. If that makes sense, I suppose. Right. Yeah. So. And see, that's a, that's an issue that like I've been kind of talking about like this past week, like even with Astro, um, how the meta has completely changed Astro. I think for the worse. Um, I love. It. See, that's the thing. Oh, you mean? The, never mind. I know what you mean. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I know they, exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Them them, so. them cards all being balances. I assume is a big. Uh, Big part of that. Every, everything. It's so meta. It's so meta, right? It's so fucking meta. Oh man! Like the old cards didn't do shit. Listen, old card system sucked. All right. The sooner people get over yep, it, y'all make me fucking sick. No. Yeah, Fuck listen, that. the no. sooner people accept that throwing a bowl on a tank in a dungeon once every like fucking eight million years was cool, but all anyone wanted you for were your balances, even your fucking tanks. That's, that's that the sounds like, that sounds like a fucking people problem. That sounds like a fucking people problem. That ain't a job problem. That's a people problem. When, when even like, your tank is like, this isn't a balance. What the fuck is this? <laughs> See, that's what's wrong, y'all. Y'all, y'all gonna, y'all gonna ruin that's a, that's another an fucking healer. Point. That's an interesting point. It is, it is a people problem. Another healer. You're right about that. It, it, it is a people problem. And we're thinking like, you know, Yoshida's changing his mind, or perhaps the devs think that, like, one thing is going to be good, and then they decide, oh, no, that doesn't work, let's do something else. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's it's the players, you know? And it's like, here's a healer, what do you like? Do you like it? You into it? And they go, no, we don't like it, do this. No. I'm like, all right, fine. Right. Fine. And, and Yoshida's, like, spoken to that before, is that, like, that's how, that's how they sort of try and, they're trying to have, like, that sort of reciprocative development, where it's about about player feedback. It's about like, what do you want more of? What do you want to see? So I don't think this is and necessary. I feel like the like... highly... Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go please. Ahead. I made my point. I feel like the, the most outspoken voices are the, the you know, the in-game raiders, the hardcore raiders, the ones who are, who are doing the content, and, you know, they they pick, they pick our meta, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, well, we give you all these toys and all these tools... Mm-hmm. All these tools for a job, and you don't like, I would say, what, 60% of them. So it, it, it gets reworked. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, the reason why Astro ended up the way that it is, is the tools they gave us made it that way also. I mean, you got to remember, 
They've had an issue, expansion after expansion, where crit is over-dominant. Speed is a hindrance to a lot of jobs outside of exact values that people have to contemplate. Direct hit is crit light, and non-DPS mm-hmm. jobs can meld it, so it becomes priority for a lot of them, if that's what they're attempting to do, because most of their GCDs are DPS GCDs. So the mm-hmm. game is designed in such a way where they've made it so those are the only values we care about. So what else can mm-hmm. we do to enhance those values? And that's what the new Astro system is focused on. I don't think they go back on that with this. I, I think they just look at the the healing that the Astro does, and they otherwise approach the way the cards work now. Divination. I think they they generally maintain that identity. I feel like balance right. is such a. I feel like balance is such a uh, terrible fucking buzzword nowadays because like trying like putting in a new job, trying to you know balance out the old jobs to allow the new job to fit in. Like, it's so fucking I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem. You know, you know, one thing, healers are tougher to do this with, but I I was really impressed with how tanks turned out when we got a fourth one, this expansion. I know some people don't like Warrior or Dark Knight for any particular reason, whether it be not liking Living Dead or feeling like Warrior's kind of Mm -hmm. bland at the moment. Yeah, that's that's fine. There are people who enjoy them. There's people who have valid criticisms criticisms of them. I, I wonder if getting that fourth healer introduces the same ability to more properly balance the healers in the same way that I felt Gunbreaker allowed them to more properly balance the tanks. Because I feel yeah. like going up to four tanks was was actually yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think true. that's that's probably like the idea. That's probably the design philosophy, right? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I'd have to imagine. Um, now, the, and I just, stream has beat me to the punch on this one. I will say it's not, it's very concerning that of the four abilities we saw them use two of them are DPS abilities, and they're probably the abilities you will see. One look like an AOE DPS ability, and the other one look like a single target mm-hmm. DPS ability. And I'm like, so that's like half of their DPS kit, I'd imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting to see that even in the previews, they don't want to cast healing GCDs. <laughs> they're like, listen, we know, just just glare, whatever the glare equivalent is, just show them that. That's what they're going to be pressing. They need um, to know what that looks like. It's fine. From a PR standpoint, though, like, you, you you had to kind of, like, I was just talking about this, um, about, like, the premier job, which was fucking Paladin, but either way, you kind of have to find a way to, like, make this fucking look cool. Yeah. And, yeah, you, you're, of course you want to see how it heals, but, like, no, like, people want to fucking DPS as a fucking healer. They I think, I think the do. thing is, the most important thing they could have shown is the one thing they didn't show, temporarily augment their own magic abilities. That just sounds like dark art. Yes. Yeah, you think so? But they don't want. Yeah, they don't want to show too much too early. But we'll probably see more in. Why in not? Campus. Why the hell not? You know. I feel like that was the <laughs> most important. Like, I feel like that was the most important thing to establish. You're, you're asking. Most important piece you're of asking flavor, for, yeah. yeah, but you're asking media media tour shit for a no 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 i just want them i just no i i think more of like them saying like a throwaway line like now your shield also increases the defense of the person you threw it on just like a throwaway line like that yeah just like what do you mean when you say that can i throw a shield? like for all i know maybe maybe i can augment a skill to double its its direct healing it like sacrifice its region Mm -hmm. to double its healing output like it like an like an emergency tactics but to cancel the regen and upfront it you know that's a that's a, a pretty important piece of info maybe i can give someone with my shield a damage buff 
for example. Like they can, you know, all mm. people <laughs> with shields currently upon activation get some sort of throwaway line to to give us more indication on what an augment means because that's a, clearly the job's gimmick. We have Etherflow, Fairy Gauge, Lilies. Uh, we have the cards. That's their gimmick, and it's the one thing I, we walked away from understanding the least. So, that's those are those are the things I was looking at. It still looks cool visually. I, I people already who don't play Healer want to play it, whether you be anime or Gundam fans or not or whatever. Um, everyone was it, it had a lot of wow factor. It's another original job, Good which job. I, I I love that it's it's original. In the sense that it's named after a Final Fantasy job, but no version of it looks like this kind of situation. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that. I love mm-hmm. that we've been seeing that Gunbreaker took a weapon that existed and made a job that exists now. And we saw even with going back to Astro, it took a job that barely existed and turned it into something that was whole and complete. Eventually it got added to Bravely Second, but you know, that's a whole other thing. Yes, got a note. Yeah. I just got a note from Tal saying, I was right, you were wrong, we're going to the moon. Tal, uh, when the pandemic's over, whatever drink you want, alcoholic or otherwise, I'm buying. (sighs) Mike says he owes you a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Get the fuck out of my office. That's oh. see, now that's that's how I know that the woman in your life is a quality woman because she res- she respected that you were alive and wrote you the note instead of just yelling it into the microphone and she was also mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, can we can we just talk about this for a minute? My, literally, literally, my earliest memory of State of the Realm was when um, yeah, it was twenty. 2015, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Early 2015. Yeah. It was the live letter that had just um, teased Void Arc, right? Mm-hmm. And Mike was going nuts about going to the moon, and I was like... No, yeah, because like, we, we, stop, mistook, stop. we mistook something in that for a lunar mm-hmm. whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, it's not the Hangar Lunar Whale. The Void Arc. It was the Void Arc. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I yeah. just said, the Void Arc. Yeah. yeah. And you thought it was the Lunar Whale. Yeah, that's right. And you were talking about, like, oh, the, this 24-man ray is going to be on the moon. I was like, that is ridiculous. That is insane. And it just stuck. It just stuck. Every, five every fan fest. Every, every fan fest. Not, not only every fan fest, but, like, every time any new piece of content has been revealed, it's just stuck for for, for six years now. <laughs> it is six years now. Oh mm-hmm. my God. It's the longest con. I, I just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, Koji watches State of the Realm, obviously, and he's the just, thing is, it was never doing the that's, that's, that's the biggest thing you, you always failed to accept. It was never yeah, no, far No, you're right. Fetched. You're right. You're right. You're right. Ever since we saw a little bit always like, on not it, yet. Ever since mm-hmm. we saw, ever since I saw Voidark, we saw Lidibus standing on the moon. It's just, it's been there, always looming over us, quite literally. You're right, you're right. But I've always been like, hey, let me, let me like see the rest of our planet before we, you know, go to some rock. Well, we did. And, we, as soon as we went to the first, I realized yeah. that didn't matter. We're going to the moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Um, I actually, I had a look through the trailer, like every single frame that we had where the moon was in shot because, yep. you know, we, we, um, in the shots, like with a little bit standing on it, you can see like some ruins in the background, a bit of mm-hmm. like, you know, Zodiac kind of iconography. There's none of that in the trailer that we could see. It was just. I mean, yeah, but also they make the moon the same size as Heidelin, which is very symbolic. It was very deliberate, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be. It completely eclipses it. Let me look at the Amano artwork real quick, because you can kind of see... They're holding the moon. Is that in the... Which is which, though? Is that in the press package? Oh, it's it's in, no, I just had to go to the to the uh, stream. Yeah, it looks like the stream. If you need to refresh, because the stream looks like it hadn't updated with that part at the very end just yeah. yet. So I refresh it real quick. Yeah, because it looks like they're it looks like they're holding Heidelin, and then like in in Zodiac's hand, that looks to be the moon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, they're holding. They're like gripping Heidelin. And the moon, we can kind of see Which orbiting it there. But what, what, it, yeah, but what is this on Heidelin's staff? Staff. Yeah. yeah. You think, well, I, I was going to, nah, it couldn't but be no. other shards. No. It couldn't be other shards. I don't think it I mean, is. it could be. I think sure it's it just a be. staff design. I don't know how necessarily important it is. Listen, they, they said that like this, this, poster was full of like story hints and easter eggs and that when we're done this exploring they want us to come back and have a look at it and we'll be like oh yeah all these story implications or whatever i don't know if it's as simple as like we'll get to the end we'll be like oh shit that's heidelin and zodiac <laughs> um but i mean maybe maybe i'm, I'm more interested yeah. in that's the most direct depiction of zodiac we've seen yeah like we, we we really only uh, base what we expect on either the statues, which you know he kind of mm. looks like just a more jacked version of the statues that we see in a sense. Um, well, the the statues have the same kind of like shape as the um, um, elementals, right? Right. Yeah. Just which was always really interesting, is that yeah. they had and that, in the that, way that they thing. were depicted, even on like the walls mm. and everything, was always yeah. depicted as a much more in in that form. Yeah. Um, yeah, so but I'm, I'm kind of wondering myself whether this is literal or whether this is stylized. You know? Yeah, because he because this is mm. very Dissidia esque Amano mm. artwork. Like it's like the whole mm. cosmos chaos thing is. I, it's I mean the thing is it's it's such a it's such a done over a million times you know fantasy RPG especially with Final Fantasy kind of idea in yeah, the first it's very place. Trendy. So. Um, it, but they told us we can read into it. It'll make a lot more sense later. So at the very least, mm. it is worth looking into those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, I do think you're right that they are holding Heidelin and the moon in a sense. I mm-hmm. think that's at the very least, that's, that's the low, the, the least amount of takeaway that I feel like mm-hmm. I get from that. Um, going back to the Sage trailer, um, seeing that Terminus Beast that kind of looks like, uh, the what's it called mobs. That we see, mm-hmm. um, what are they called? They're like armadillos, I guess, or, or whatever. Um, it's at least like the same skeleton or something like that. 
So I just um, another terminus beast. I don't remember if that's. I don't even know if that's a term. I don't know if that is a terminus beast. It's, it looks it, more like. It's kind of stylized like a mob in Radzat and a Fafnir. Yeah. It's got the kind of yeah. know, around mm-hmm. the eyes. But the arms, yeah. really. Like the arms, I don't know. It's just, it, it kind of gives me both vibes in a sense. You know what? It could be a Terminus Beast in Fafnir. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, could true. Be. We didn't, we didn't see a tower, but there might be one. That might be why we're going there. I wonder mean, if there's even a tower yeah. in Fafnir. There has to be. I, right? I think, I think that's probably why we're going to be going there, like, originally. That'll be, like, our way in. Yeah, we need to get, we need to take care of all the towers, and there's a tower in yeah. Fafnir, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm expecting. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Fafnir, uh, it looks beautiful. Radzahan looks beautiful. It does. It looks, it looks so cool, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I I'm mean, a, I'm I don't a know, big fan. Don't have much more, don't have much more to say about it than that like like all of the the sort of eastern kind of um aesthetic influences of uh alamigo basically yes. came from Radzan Han. yeah and same with scala right like the ruins of scala and we're seeing like that clay pot and all of that it came from like this this part of the world what we describe as as the the near east so yeah. it's like we're seeing the sort of turkish inspiration that we were sort of expecting but then it has mm. these like these sort of like as almost like neo Aztec motifs kind of like trickled in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just like I just love how colorful it is. Yes, it's, <laughs> know, it's like, very it's like, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, and I love that you know it's it's a sort of equatorial island, so it's very tropical looking. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at like the key artwork for it, um, ever since like. The Isle of Ken being Bismarck, having a kind of like bestial sort of shape. I yeah. can't help but like look at that, like that crystal structure behind the city yeah. and the back, wonder. <laughs> yeah. And wonder, you know. Yeah. If that's Aurasite or something of value that we really need to be concerned about. Well, I mean, if it's some, if, if it's even like something that's sleeping. Yeah. It, it's way too obvious not to notice. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit in your face. Mm. Um, mm. Also, the Matanga. Uh, interesting. I didn't even. I would have never predict that. I would have never gotten that prediction. Even even knowing Rad's at hand and knowing you know any lore about, I just would have never predicted. Well, it. I feel like we see Matangas in. Um, oh, of course. Uznair. Uznair. Yeah, we see them in Uznair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which yeah. is underneath Thavnet. Yes. Yeah. Like, that is where it was near is. Yeah. So, uh, but still, for some reason, I just would have never got there in my brain. Just would have never yeah, gotten there. I would have picked, I would have picked, like, the Gigas before the Matango. Chat says he's the, hmm. the keyboard dude from the cantina, bringing it right back. <laughs> yeah, 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 we were saying that. Yeah, yeah. we were saying That's that like, in the middle. Fucking man. That's <laughs> so good. This was like, I can't God unsee it, it now. I can't unsee it now. God damn it. That was so funny. So... That crystal structure can't be the anchorite at Corvos. That is an interesting idea. But R- Radzahan is on like the the southern, the, the sort of like southeastern um, uh, coast of Fafnir, and the anchorite Corvos is, of course, on the uh, the mainland on the other side of the Corvos narrow, like beyond the the, the north of Fafnir. So it's it's. Almost definitely not what we're looking at there. No. 
Um, we do see again the destroyed Garlemald, which will most likely be one of our like mm-hmm. pen, maybe the penultimate zone before we go to the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, then again, I'm a little disappointed by that. It's a little you? bittersweet. I don't know. Bittersweet when we finally go there. It's in t- it's tattered. Yeah. 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 Who destroyed it? Who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, look at the Hagen Tower, dude. <laughs> I do so wonder this, who this built that. <laughs> who built a tower? Yeah, because, like, if all of Garlemald around it's destroyed, but I, th- I don't think he just meant to be- did. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think it was something that was like built. I mean, I, I keep thinking back to like Merlin being like, "Oh, that's uh, Garlian architecture." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure it's organic, bro. I wonder if it just like assimilated all the metal in the area, like yeah, from all the houses. That's possible. Yeah, yeah. certainly possible. No, no, I mean, something. It's, it's I, I don't. Shit, so. I don't think. I don't think this is any one thing. I think. I think it's that Garlemald is new Amarot, right? Yes. And that this apocalypse is centered on Garlemald. And all the destruction we're seeing, I mean, part of it's going to be, you know, the tower appearing, but, you know, you see, like, mm-hmm. airships burning, flying through the sky, like, it's going to be absolutely just rife with these terminus beasts, and they're just, you know, tearing it apart. I like somebody it's said kind of, somebody said that Nerva called Julian Manderville old. This was the result. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man I like that I like that too that's funny um, yeah and then we see the Matanga which uh, I love I mean I, I already see that that's the glam I mean that's the glam from the Max Rank I, I can't see it being anything but an outfit that it's le- that's reminiscent of what the uh, what Max Rebo is wearing over here stop it it won't stop. It won't stop. Oh, and then Anima. I've been waiting for Anima for ages. It being a Terminus beast is... We've all been yeah. waiting for Anima. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. There's not I'm much so else to say about it. it. The, only, the only potential... It's, it's a big question of, does this Terminus beast hold any sort of special place, or is it just they're using the aesthetic of Terminus beasts to make Anima? That's the only question. Because Anima is is a very deep part of Final Fantasy X versus here. Yeah, it may, it may not be. It may not be. It may not have anything mm-hmm. to do with the, the, the Asians or the Amaradians. It could just literally be a Terminus beast, and, and that's the end of it. So mm-hmm. that's the only real remaining question and, I have. Well, if someone or again, something... They've only, shown... they only showed the top half of it. Right. <laughs> if, if, yeah. if a Terminus beast in, behaves at all like a primal, right... It's got to mm-hmm. be based on something or someone. Yeah, I mean, it's got to use some remnant of someone or something's soul. So I wonder, like, who who could this be, or who could have made it at the very least? Yeah, is it Fan Daniel's mom? <laughs> Damn it! I mean, is it Yahtzee here? That would be that'd be messed up. <laughs> that'd be really it messed, would be messed up. up. We're they usually uh, inform us of two beast tribes, like, oh. for release, right? Oh, no, that doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense, damn. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, we don't know, is Anima tied to, to the Matanga? They didn't 
No, I, I so sincerely doubt it. No, no, no. I would be, I listen, I guess I can't say I know, but I would be so shocked. One big thing for me is I'm like, what if the Unsundered sacrificed the Fan, Fan Daniel's mom as one of the half that. <laughs> Fan Daniel's mom or Asahi's so, mom? I, no, they can't, well, they couldn't have sacrificed Asahi's mom. He's new. We saw what happened to Asahi's mom, remember? Yeah, we saw yeah, what happened right. to her. Yeah, she, uh, she got what she had, what she deserved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I just much. have to wonder because it's, it's so hard because again, Fandaniel is only what Emmett remembers. Like, again, his memory crystal is, is Emmett's creation. It's, it's his memories of, of those people. So it's the mm. fact that he's where he is now mentally, it's hard to draw the line between how much is what Emmett remembers of Fandaniel versus how much of that is this sundered and, the actions they've taken since becoming Fan Daniel. It's hard. It's hard to draw that line. Mm. And I guess that's kind of part of the mystery of, yep. of the whole thing. Um, we only got one of the trials. You know, I kind of hope maybe they don't tell us both, because when they told us about Innocence, drawing the lines from uh, from Fatty Fat Boy to uh, Super Sexy Man when it came to innocence was, was it's a little, it was like, well, that's innocence like that. He has to be like, yeah. it, was, it was such a direct line. Oh no, he's hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if they had a primal, I'd imagine it'd be Ganesh, like Ganesha for the Matanga, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's the, those are some of the remaining questions that we have. We already had the dungeons, what looks to be, I guess, a more modern well, take on the potential mm-hmm. train graveyard or just some sort of depot or something. Another, another big question left for me is the story arc's being wrapped up in 6.0, right? Yes. Which means that the next story arc has to start in the zones that we've got now, right? Yes. So where, where could it kick off? I mean, it, it would make sense to me that, like, for, for example, um, Mercedia, the only nation that they trade with that they have any formal relationship with yep. in the world is Thavnir, Yep. right? So if we're moving in that direction, it would make sense for that narrative to start in Thavnir. It could also, you know, um, have a kind of similar relationship with the new world, for, for all we know. Um, I'm kind of expecting like Radzat Han to be again like Yulmor to be like the end game hub yeah. and that it's going to be like where this new storyline begins to kind of launch from yeah and then obviously the new world is a big <laughs> option um, Blue mm-hmm. Mage has been a part of where you know they, they just got a, a handful of new quests uh, they spent the intro of that establishing sort of the uh, colon- the potential colonization of it versus the natives, or at least the uh, the uh, extortion of the natives to some degree, the introduction of the virus for uh, gain. They brought like a foreign virus over essentially, and the people in the homeland were getting sick. So that that probably is um, Asura that we're seeing in that dungeon preview, the one in in Thavnir. Yeah, yeah, the big, the big statue. Yeah. And then the question, I guess, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 hard to imagine what even happens here. Is it just a Sura as a? I don't know, because this is an end of days dungeon, obviously. Like this, this is the tower mm-hmm. is wreaking havoc kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah that that would be like our best guess, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe also a boss you know because. 
because the tower is wreaking havoc, someone's summoning a primal. That's uh, like, unintentionally you know, an obvious but, straight yeah. line. I mean, yeah. not even unintentionally. It's like you know the the same as all the beast traps. Like after Dullamud, you know, they're like, wow, the yeah. world's the world's hacked. We need to do something about this. Like save us, Garuda. Um, makes sense. This yeah. is just the same kind of thing. Just take a quick tangent to deal with a Thavanarian primal. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of tangent, pandemonium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, Lahabrea. I mean, Lahabrea La got done dirty, right? Yeah. But he's not back. He's not alive. No, he can't no. be alive. We so, know he was alive. Hail Satan. Well, so, so, so here's the thing. We have two pandemoniums in Final Fantasy to pull from, but they said this is a completely original story. So, mm. I'm sorry, the 24 Man is a completely original story. This is just, this is a new story in a sense of like, it's, it's not like, you know, Eden was sort it's of not closely tied. Yeah, it, it more, right. more so, it's, Eden is really closely tied to the fate of the first kind of thing. Mm. Whereas this is like, this is going to continue after our story is done in 6.0. Like, this is literally after the mm. credits roll. So it, yeah. it, it's it's not some sort of like tangential to the, the Heidelin Zodiac story in a sense that it's it's like a it's like a ripple in in finishing that story up. So I mean, it it could be you know like it, it could be like leading to the defeat of Zodiac. It could be like we reach some kind of conclusion, but they're like, hey, if you want the real conclusion, you're going to go and finish doing the eight man. Um, you know, they they like in Shadowbringers, they're trying to tie the important pieces of side content in the MSQ, like, closer and closer and closer together, you know? In, in Heaven's Ward, Yoshida realized that they had this really long MSQ that was, like, meandering through all these primals and stuff, um, and that that was a problem. But it was only a problem because, like, the story with them wasn't interesting. It was just arbitrary. It was just like, well, we need to get these iconic Final Fantasy summons in there somehow. This is how we're going to do it. Um, but, like, you know... Now, Crystal Tower is part of MSQ because it was like a good, interesting bit of story. Um, I, I don't see why, like, Eden is so in- integral to mm-hmm. Shadowbringers, right? And yeah. to really kind of wrapping it up. So much so that Eden was originally intended to be the, the final boss of, of 5.0. I really wouldn't be surprised if it was like, okay, we've dealt with like 99%, um, Zodiac, like, may or may not be an issue. If you want to deal with him, there's the eight man. If you want, like, the conclusion, then there it is. But while we're working on that through the patches, we're moving into this next story arc at the same time. Yeah. Like, it would be nice if there was a bit of overlap rather than just, like, a clean cut, like, job done. And now for something completely different. So, we have two pandemoniums to draw from. We have Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy 2. Technically... Three. What's the th- okay? Well, I'll name my two. You can tell me what the third one is. The f- first one's Final Fantasy two, um, quite literally mm. hell. Uh, um, which seeing a, a Lahabrea who we know is dead, uh, can't help but invoke some sort of thought on that. Um, like seven hell. And then Final Fantasy nine. Uh, it was tied to. It was the location that you go to. Uh, that I think Garland comes from. Uh, not the other planet. Uh. The, the, mm. you, you, when you go and fight Garland, when you go and chase down Garland, you're in Pandemonium, if I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and no, in Final Fantasy VIII, it's not Pandemonium, it's Pandemonium, because they couldn't fit the eye. <laughs> they couldn't um, fit the eye in his name. And then <laughs> the only the only other Pandemonium we have, which it 
can't possibly draw from because it's it's um Pablo Nova Crystallis is type zero where he fights it. Yes. Okay, see that's yeah. why you would know that and I wouldn't. Okay. Um Jared in chat makes a good point that Panama is the capital of hell in Paradise Lost. Yes. Um mm-hmm. You know, that, that's where like the Diablo 2 pandemonium fortress reference comes from. Yes. So I think the idea of this being like the seventh hell, um, and, and the heavens and hells being actual, you know, like actual places and not just, you know, um, part of like esoteric Aeosian mythology. It's perhaps something we can entertain, you know, maybe, maybe we're going to hell. For me, the biggest takeaway is that that is definitely Baby Zodiac from Final Fantasy XII sitting in the very center. I, I I have a hard time seeing it as much of anything. At the very least, it's so close to its to his overall shape. I have a hard time seeing anything else. It also looks like a um uh what are they called? Um, no, go back. I wasn't done. You know, we have an entrance to hell, right? Yeah. We have two different entrances to hell that like exist in in. You know the mythology of Heidelin. One is the volcanoes at the Hell's God gods. They think that it's literally a portal to Hell, and we're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, isn't that isn't that cute? Look at their little superstitions." <laughs> but like, shit, who knows? And the other is, you know, the Ritterana Cataract, which everyone's like, "Well, that's the entrance to the Hell of Water." And we're like, "Well, it's it's obvious why you guys would think that." But you know, for all we know about how like you know interplanar metaphysics works in Heidelin, right? Like, you dig down deep enough into the planet, you end up in the heck of life stream. Like, sure, maybe if you blast a big hole somewhere, you end up in, in hell. Maybe we're going to do, like, a, a Dante's Inferno through raid tears. Like, that would be so cool. Somebody brought I up, I know where else I saw that shit. It reminds me of the Unversed in Kingdom Hearts. Damn it. <laughs> I hate it. All right, moving on, then. Anyway. It, it, it was so cool, and then you had to start talking about Kingdom Hearts. Somebody reminded me of where else I saw it, and I'm like, <laughs> yep, that's the thing. That's the thing it reminds me of, yep. Come on. Yep, don't worry, moving on. <laughs> uh, now, New Alliance Raid, original story. So the last, <laughs> I'd say the last really, it's not fair to put it this way, the last original story we got was the Shadows of Mock. It was. Like, it, it, it pulled some characters, but you can't really draw it back to sort of any... Like, even though Diablos is in it, it's not, like, chock full of Final Fantasy VIII references, you know? It's got some stuff yeah. sprinkled about. It's very very much an original, original story um, yeah. for an Alliance raid. Crystal Tower, very inspired by Final Fantasy III or the Final Fantasy XIV spin on it. Return to Ivalice. A lot of Final Final Fantasy tactics and twelve references and names and locations and characters, but still a very a very much Final Fantasy fourteen esque. This isn't pulling from anything, basically. It might pull obviously it might have like a character like Diopolis, you know, like this like character we recognize, but it's not trying to be like another Final Fantasy in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Diopolis is indeed standing in front of the moon. Anyway, chat brought that up. <laughs> Oh, damn it. Good catch. Good catch. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm really excited for this. Nier has one more me chance too. to make me like the raid. <laughs> one more chance. <laughs> because, man, you know oh, what? Oh, you're I, optimistic. I, I know. Listen, I have to be because if I'm automatically pessimistic, I'm going to be disappointed even if it is good. 
So I ha- I have to. Um, okay. Specifically 14's raid, by the way. Not the near story. Because the near original near story, confusing as fuck, but pretty good. This has not been good so far. One more chance. And nothing reminded me of that more than doing Delibrum and being like, oh, that feels so good. It feels so yeah. good to be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the most important thing is is that it's tied to a very a long unresolved or undealt with issue of Aorzean lore. Yes. Of, of and that's the important system. thing. Yes. Aorzean lore. Not Novrat. Not Othar. Not Elizabeth. Aorzean lore. And when Koji says that, you know, he's not he didn't stutter, right? So what what are those routes? I think Silver Tear still sits at Silver the top Tier. of a lot of yeah, so that's mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. Um there's um, always elegant secrets, but I don't think they'll do something elegant. No, I don't think so either. I I think yeah some something to do with Silver Tear. Um Gelmara would be great, would be cool. Um yeah. Duskwire Law for sure. Um we, we gotta remember, like, the War of the Magi, there were, in, in the, um, the, uh, Fifth Astral Era, there were 12 Aeolusian nation states, and really know about four of them. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff there. Um, I can still hear Yeah, yeah, I know. Amdapur? Maybe? Yeah, I mean, sure, Amdapur. Amdapur, you know, something to do with the War of the Magi. Like, I, I think we've seen enough of Amdapur and Mark at this point. Um, seeing some more Nim would be cool. I mean, a big, a big mystery is like what, what happened with Nim, but we sort of resolved that with like Beltoso and then with, um, mm. with Ozma, obviously. Um, hmm. yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't know how Silvertia would end up being a, entire 24-man series. That is the big mystery for me. I just have a hard time visualizing how that would how that would play out. So, yeah. Um, I thought, you know, it could be something from from a, another era entirely, right? It could be is there something anything- from... Is there mm. anything in Annex Trine that we haven't dealt with? Why am I thinking of something? Not, not really. Um, I mean, they're, they're, we don't know a great deal about like pre-Dragon Song Ishgard, but I don't think there's a whole lot to know about pre-Dragon Song Ishgard. Mm. Um, we, you know, have, have no information about the fourth astral era, basically could kind of, you know, explore something that we don't know yet, but just insane, like, an unsolved mystery, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it, it implies that it's like, no, it's something that we know about, something that we've been, that we've been wondering about. And for me, you know, Silver Tear's the top of that list. Yeah, I can't think of anything but Silver Tear. Like, other things are there, but I, I really can't. Thanks. Somebody said Zantetsukin. No, we actually know more about Zantetsukin than the game. I we've guess. solved that mystery. Yeah, yeah. we've solved that mystery. We've, yeah. We've that, solved the mystery of Belladaya, you know, the Uldar Sildir thing. Yeah. We've kind of, mm-hmm. you know, more or less solved that mystery. Um, you know, Gel, Gelmara, like, is, is great. I want to explore more Gelmara, but I don't know about any, like, particular sort of big, 
mystery. Again, we're specific. It's specifically referred to Eorzean lore, so things exactly. like Merisidia and unauthored and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And that, to be fair, yeah. they could just be doing a very general term. But when it's Koji, I, I exactly think, when it's Koji, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. When it's Koji, if it wasn't Mer- if it wasn't like specifically it wasn't, he wouldn't. I don't think he would say that. I don't yeah. think he'd make that misnomer. Yeah, I, like right now, I couldn't. I couldn't begin to even fathom what it is. Like I wanted, I wanted to kind of say something dealing with the. Uh, you talking about Annex Tribe? Something to mm-hmm. Limsa. Yeah, okay. but like, there's no real mysteries. Like, I mean, I would love a good pirate mystery, but yeah. we had one pirate yeah, mystery I already. Mean, all, all the tunnels that Misbeard was getting into under uh, yeah. Limsa Limsa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, not 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 something that I would call like a big mystery. But again, this this is a difficult thing for us, right? Because mm. when we're told by Koji like some uh, something that's a mystery to players, to the average player, there's a lot more mysteries than there are to to us, right? Right. You mm. especially. Um. Perhaps so. Um. Yeah. yeah maybe. I feel, maybe I it's the like, boat. It's the boat in the peaks. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> the one from the flood. <laughs> yes, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not <sighs> mystery. It's not really that much That's... of mystery. We we know the entire purpose of it. We, we know, know it. We know, yeah, we know. Yeah, we, we know, know what every bit of lore around it. But if there's something, yeah, 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 there. we're just waiting for, yeah, and and I mean that could be a way to get to the moon, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> I like the way you think. Yeah, stretch. I like the That's way you think. Yeah, I wouldn't. So was the moon, apparently, and, you know, until uh, a couple hours ago. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Yeah, so that's going to be another big talked-about mystery for uh, Mm -hmm. a a decent chunk of time. Now, there were a bunch of other things, new small-scale PvP mode. Now, they didn't go into how much detail. One of my biggest problems with 14's PvP is that you either need a shit ton of people queuing into it, or it's dead. There's no mm-hmm. alternative. It doesn't. There's no classic modes. There's no nothing people know from their old days. It's all these like minimum, you know, individual responsibility kind of. You're just you just you just kind of disappear into it. Some people enjoy them for whatever reason. Um, I've said they needed this for a long time, and the fact that it's it's happening is actually a deg- it gives me a degree of excitement. Something that's eight v eight or sixteen v sixteen at the most is all that I could fathom here. Okay, so what's on your wish list? What do you want it to, to I look want, like? I want to fucking capture the flag. I don't care what it is. Just give me a goddamn capture the flag. I don't need a mobile it mode. You, yeah, just it a took basic you six years. Yeah, it took you six years to manifest fucking the moon. You've been asking for a capture the flag how long, Happy? <laughs> Probably about as long. It, Which means it's time. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. The only thing is, yeah, if it's me. casual but immersive, that's not capture the flag. Capture the flag is not casual. It is Give so cutthroat. Capture the flag, bro. Even in like, even in like high school and gym, if you were playing capture the flag, everyone would be like, "No, I'm gonna fuck that team up." The people who normally like walk around the track because they don't want to do whatever gym class is doing, they're like, "I'm gonna get those fucking assholes." That's what they're gonna do. So, okay. 
That's sad. All right. I mean, that's that's jazzy for you, I guess. Yeah. It's a fucking brutal game. This is not a casual experience. Capture the fucking flag. No chance. No chance. So that's the only. I, I don't think they just mean casual as in it's like approachable and you know. No, no. capture the flag. Capture the flag it. is all tryhard. There is no casual capture the flag. It's it's there's it doesn't exist. I mean, you don't exist. need to be like the best PvP player to win yes, Capture the Flag. Yes, you do. You ever try? Okay. You ever try? You ever tried trying to grab the flag mm-hmm. on a team that has three on D? You ever tried to be the one guy who tries who tries to do that? You try to be the fucking mm-hmm. hero all on your own? You say, no, that's it. You're fucking dead. That's it. I guess. Well, well, it can't be Blitzball because that's not casual. No, Blitzball it's not good either. <laughs> Yeah, oh there's my still a possibility the that we might get it. <laughs> just saying, man. That's it. Mm. That's it's. I just want my capture the flag. That's it. If it's Fortnite, I will die. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, that that was um, you know, that last um echo shot we got of Mikoto where she's falling out of the airship and she's just like, mm-hmm. "Where are we dropping, boys?" Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> New side quests. Not much yeah. to say. We're getting more role quests. Yeah. Question is, of course, who? who? Because mm-hmm. it mostly it definitely won't involve back on the first. You know, they'll probably no. move this to a new location, new characters, new everything. See, I really Do you think thought... we still go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna go say I, re- I really thought that we'd be getting like the eight mans and twenty four mans in Novrant, like. But we're just like, nah, sorry, we're done, we're done. With no front, see ya, bye. That's, that's not a thing, do you, like, do you really, like, it seems kind of fucked up to kind of throw, like, tease everything that, um, mm-hmm. everything that the Void Quest is mm-hmm. doing on the first. It seems kind of, like, fucked up to throw that away just because we're, like, we got, you know, the end of the day is going on, on, mm-hmm. on the source. So, like, I've, do you think we somehow revisit that yeah. somewhere in 6.0? Like, some no, like have a no. reason to go back to the first? Not in 6.0, no. Okay. Not, not in 6.0, no. Not unless I, I they, like, they really okay. are setting something up for the for something. So you like think they're playing a long con with, with um, you know, Cal High? You think they're playing something? Yeah, I think that's a super, yeah. super, like, set yep. it up and we'll use it one day. Yeah. That's what who That's next that's arc. Literally, if Uno Kalhai had a purpose, it has been that since the beginning of him being here. That's why mm-hmm. every patch, people are like, yo, did you check Uno Kalhai's new text? Does he have new text? No? Another. Yes? No. Yes? Yes? Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I, I think if we're going to the first at any point in 6.0, it's going to be to just, like, go and consult Beckloop. Be like, hey, we need some help. That just feels really shitty though. Like we, we have all this shit. We, we've seen all this lore from the first and then, mm. you know, it kind of gets pushed to the side because, well, well, we have a deal with in 6.0 again, 6, 6.1 onwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, apparently not the eight man or 24 man, but like exploration content, you know, the, the empties being restored, exploration content, prerequisite, finish Eden. Go and take back the empty. The ether's all fucked up, so you need special actions. No dark side of the moon. Look at, sh- look at no design and content. No. Listen, I'm still, I, I, I'm still not convinced the moon's going to be a zone. 
you know? Hold on. I just, I'm still like, I mean, I think they literally said that, like, we're going to the moon, the Warrior of Light is going to the moon. Just like they said we were going to Garlemald and, and Shadowbringers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just don't, like, sure, as an instance, as like a, you know. The Lunarians, man, they even teased it. Excuse me. They even teased it. It's like, oh, we're going to the moon. Is there anything up there? And he's like, no. That's true. They even teased Lunarians. Yeah, when they were talking about the Matanga. It even says the word journey to the moon. (laughs) Listen, if there are Lunarians, I just want them to be elegant survivors. Yeah, that's that's actually what I was thinking of. Yeah, the descendants of... Elegant survivors that, like, you know, had a dreadnought up in space and were like, well, we can't go back there, or just ended up, like, crashing on the moon. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, maybe they're, like, Zodiac worshippers or something because Elizabeth's a bitch. Um, so then we have the Gold Saucer update, something on the scale of Mahjong. That doesn't read Blitzball to me, but I'm always mentally prepared for it as much as I don't want it. Um, what the fuck is on this? Better be. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's your card game, Koi Koi. What was it called? Maybe that's finally for you, Slime. Koi Koi. Yeah, maybe it's Koi Koi. Maybe you're getting what you want. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Shogi. Oh, oh so. a lot of people saying Shogi. Ooh. Shogi Hanafuda. I don't know how to play Shogi. Yeah, maybe something like. I mean, that makes the most sense. It's it's all on the scale of Mahjong is a very specific scale. But they did say, didn't they say like multiplayer? Like so that's true. Like, that's true. They did. They did say multiplayer. So like, so yeah. Two Shogi, players I mean, is Shogi is two, two players. Yeah, is that counts as two players. But mm-hmm. you know, I, like it's the main thing I'm multi. thinking. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like up to beyond like four people, some something like that. Yeah, he's that's what I think. Said, I'm still waiting on it to be Beastmaster and it's Pokemon. It's fine. <sighs> no, Beastmaster is going to be Pokemon, man. I'm telling you. I hope so. I do hope so. Well, you know, if that's not Pokemon, maybe Island Sanctuary is. Because we they've been talking. They actually... I remember them mentioning they originally wanted this for 5.3. If I'm remembering correctly at some point. So, um, yeah. Just a uh, little uh, garden and uh, buildings. And uh, I'm guessing this is instance for every player. Yep. The end of times... End of times are here. What are we doing? Stardew Valley. I like that. <laughs> I really hope that there are some, like, you know, Stardew Valley esque mini games and stuff. Um, I mean, they said, well, okay, raising, raising beasts. What is that going to look like? I don't know. It's going to be like raising a cow so you can get its milk. Hmm. I kind of thought it, was, it might even. I kind of thought it might be like seeding the island with mobs. Hmm. But this is my island. Yeah, I don't so want any mobs on it. There's so no... creating your own Eureka, kind of, I guess? No, this is mine. Maybe. I don't know. I want this. this That's kind of like that idea of being like, hey, come around to my instance of the island and my farm and check out these this sick minotaur I've got. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you up. I listen after this last week. I don't want to hear about Minotaurus anymore. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, yeah, I do, I do wonder. They, they mentioned that they were looking at like a really casual 
style content that's more lifestyle based. This was they, they mentioned this alongside yeah. when they introduced Parasols um, as you know mm-hmm. more lifestyle focused content. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, I expect it to fully be a straight up Farmville, Stardew, Animal Crossing, whatever style mm-hmm. of uh, mini game for us to do. Because oh, originally they just said Minion Farms. That was all they said originally was Minion Farm, some location where you mm-hmm. could do that. But we knew this was coming. We just wondered where it went, and it went here. And there it, will be. It does kind of sound like. It does kind of sound like garrisons. Oh, which, you mean in uh, in WoW? Yeah. 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 Which yeah. makes me not super excited. Well, I expect there is going to be like you log in, do some dailies there, you know, send some stuff out, you know, whatever. I fully expect it to be mm-hmm. that way. Log in, do dailies, but it's going to be, I guess, uh, not as important. It's very much mm-hmm. you want to want to do it to do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to being kind of like an integral part. It's, uh, I mean, that's kind yeah, of that's what 14's right. always been. It's always been branching options to different kinds of players kind of game. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, it is an hour till the next live letter. Okay, somebody was keeping me on track time-wise. Um, Ishgard, Residential District, literally surprised nobody. Mm-hmm. We have a timing, 6.1. Didn't surprise me. That's been my prediction. So um, we are supposed to get a festival in Ishgard in 5.5 of some kind. They made mention of using the space... And that's mm. probably going to be what they talked about, opening it up to some degree so mm. people can walk around and explore the whole thing. It's kind of fucked up, though, because weren't we supposed to be building this for literally the residents? <laughs> and you greedy bastard. Hey, they want our money. Housing. That's the thing. They realize that Ishgard could get a serious surge of economy if uh, they let <laughs> outsiders buy incredibly inflated houses. Uh, yeah. I really hope that they do gate the housing purchase behind some participation in restoration. I agree. I agree, but they, probably, you know, probably they not. But like, at least like do the quests, you know. And yeah. all the players are going to be like, I, "We built this," and Yoshi P will be like, "I built this." <laughs> I built this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, like again, to be honest, I was kind of hoping for like after seeing after seeing it, I was kind of hoping for. Some form of Dabnarian housing, but mm. like no, that's that's that'll be too far ahead. ahead. Too far ahead. Too Nine far ahead. ahead. I mean, fuck, we got Shurgane like not too long after we got through Storm Stormblood. That, so that's fair. Yeah, but we knew yeah. that that was that wasn't that big of a yeah. Surprise, they announced right? it. Yeah, True. yeah, we knew that from the start, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, then we get to the stat squish, which it feels like people don't understand how stat squishes work. Because people keep saying, like, oh, you're going to be weaker at that point. And then it's like, yeah, but the enemies are weaker. Too. It's just, it's a downscale. Everything yeah. is, right. everything is scaled down. Yeah. They're not going to just one thing and leave one thing the same. No. No, it's not like, oh, I got hit for 75k there, now I have 40k HP. Well, I guess I can't survive that anymore. They did make mention of undersized being potentially weird, but specifically at 80. They said if you're undersized mm. something at 80 and it was like 60 or 70, mm. it's going to be weird mm. after this because you're, the scaling is not the same. But once they, they also mm. said from 81 to 90, it's more normal. It's not like the same, like truncated scaling from the rest of the game. So at 90, mm-hmm. you're going to decimate everything in the old stuff. Right. Theoretically. Well, he was saying he was saying 
per level is like what it is now, basically from 50 to 80. And they're going to do 1% per level from 50 to 80 and then 5% per level from 80 to 90. So the way the maths would sort of work out is that the, the, um, the difference that we have between 50 and 80 now in the numbers is yeah. still going to be a much greater difference than what it'll be between 50 and 90 or 60 and 90. Yeah. So if you're level 90, you're going back and doing level 60 content. Um, it might be scaled in such a way that like you don't completely face roll it. You're a little bit, you know, you're taking a little bit more damage and you're not like, you know, killing the thing in like two shots. That's kind of mm-hmm. the, the, the impression that I got that like they still want it to be doable. So it might have some effect on like, you know, meme runs of, you know, soloing stuff that they, they said that they want to find a way. They know that like people really enjoy doing that and they want to find a way to sort of like resolve that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're right, Mike, that like, you know, who's going to be soloing like stuff at level 80? No, oh, I mean a level 80 yeah. Mike. in, in 6.0, oh. you know, you're yeah, going to be yeah. level 90. Yeah. I'll be 90. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, it's not anything to even think about. Your numbers will change. Mm-hmm. The result of your overall experience won't change for the most part. No. The only thing I'm curious to see is ultimates. How all of this falls into the what would be considered the most cutting edge. Does it get easier? Does it stay the same? Does it somehow get a little harder? Um, mm-hmm. That's the only question mark I really have. It's the only thing that gets pushed to that level and that the, the downscaling affects no matter what because you're synced to those mm-hmm. levels. So it's it is a question of how carefully they do the um the rescaling cuz cuz ultimate got easier when we mm-hmm. got shadowbringers because of the new calculations they they are way easier so mm-hmm. this is push them more back in line maybe maybe it keeps them the same maybe yeah we'll see so, it's it all depends on how their math looks on the back end of downscaling the content versus downscaling the player that's all it's going to do in relation to scaling, there was one thing that I was really hoping to see. Um, so I'm, I'm honestly like quite disappointed about. Um, and maybe this could be like an interesting kind of launching pad to talk about like how our expectations were subverted and what we were hoping to see from this that we didn't see. Um, but in regards to scaling, um, what I always want and what I'm always harping on about is, you know, being able to go back and run Sestasha and do my level 80 Dragoon combo, you know, scale my damage down, but like, let me mm. use my abilities. It's not going to be a perfect balance. No one, no one cares, right? No, Monk it's, has it's that. It's Sestasha. Monk, yeah, Monk has that, yeah, because they unlock everything at like a level 10. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, it's not, I'm, I'm going to have more fun. I'm going to want to like queue low level content on my Dragoon and, you know, the level, 20 Lancer that's playing with me and, you know, spamming True Thrust over and over and going, oh my god, is this all this game is? They're going to look at me like doing, you know, uh, like Dragonfire dives and uh, Star Diver and shit. They're going to be like, ooh, damn. Yeah, and um, then on the flip side, when the group of three gets that hmm. one, like, actual of-level player, they're going to be like, kick this fuck. <laughs> but I, I don't think it would ever happen like that. It, no, don't say right. ever. Don't ever say ever. Well, okay, Okay, here's the thing. You you scale a, a dancer down, right, and go into Sestasha, mm-hmm. and it one-shots everything, right? So it's already fucking broken. 
Sure because, is. Because, because of the way that people get their abilities at like different levels and stuff. So I was really, really hoping that they were gonna like, they were gonna say, oh, hey, all abilities are gonna be unlocked when you, when you scale down, you just scale down. That's, that would, oh God, that would make everything like, just it, like day to day play doing relays and stuff would make it so much nicer. So you know the irony of that is that in order to fix the issues with it, they need to make certain mm. abilities available at certain levels so much to the point where it wouldn't even matter. Like yeah. certain jobs don't have AOEs until certain levels. If you don't have yeah. your AOE as a, like a melee DPS, people are going to be like, fuck. Yeah, so it already fucking sucks. Yeah. So one way or the other, it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situations, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't take the downscaling. I, I think people just are going to think a little bit too much about it. I don't think it actually takes that much attention, that much concern, that much worry. It'll it'll be right or it'll mm-hmm. be wrong. That's 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 the bottom line. But at the end of the day, the numbers just facilitate the completion of the content. They don't... Yeah. They, they don't shape the content, if that makes sense. So, worry yeah. about whether or not you can beat it otherwise. <laughs> before you worry about what downscaling will even remotely do to you, other than you being upset that you don't have 200k technical steps anymore. Hmm. Which, you know, I wasn't thinking about at all. You are now. <laughs> Listen, so I had a 300k afflatus today. I was, I, I'm oh feeling okay. My. There you go. Oh my. Yeah. That's what Cleric um, Stance, Cleric Stance banner of Noble Ends, Deep Ether Weaver will do. Oof. Yeah. Nice spicy. And then belts are gone. I saw somebody mention, don't forget, we'll be missing stats from belts. They're balanced the game around it, not... They, they don't just take it away and be like... <laughs> and be like, well, I guess yeah, we don't have those real... stats now. Yeah, yeah it's gonna suck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most disappointing thing is the Final Fantasy XI speed belt being gone. Sorry, Eureka. Uh... Sell your speed belts now while people are don't pay attention to the news. I gotta have the speed belt and then it's gone. Oh man. Uh, And we'll get some more inventory slots. Rings was the most obvious choice. Weapons, too. Makes sense. Every Mm -hmm. time they had a new job, that's always a problem. So, main weapons has to be the most logical other. And we'll save five for a rainy day. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Sure. When they add capes in. There you go. There you go. That'll be a fashion item, um, to be fair. That'll be like you put it on and you're like in mount, like with the parasols or some dumb shit like that. You know? Uh, data center, tra- data center travel. They've been talking. They said early on in Shadowbringers, they were working on, they, they, they thought they had come up with a way to do it. And that it had a lot of technical hurdles, but they were working hard on it. So this is, this is a long time, you know, people have hoped for it. So, uh, it's real. It's going to have more restrictions than the current system, but the world is your oyster. Do what you want. I I, mm, I really I hope there's a lot of limitations to it. Just in, just enough to be able to play with anybody, but not so much that I think of hunts. I always think of hunts. That's the biggest thing. Party finder, mm-hmm. most useful thing for this. Hunts mm-hmm. potentially will make every conductor I know quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Like, it sounds like if you want to use the Party Finder, I'd have to imagine it's not even a cross data center Party Finder. It's if you want to use the Party Finder at, on a data center, you have to go to the data center 
and use what's there. Which, I yeah, mean, you yeah, could have everyone travel to the same one. Do you need to be a host to one to host a party finder on it? Do you need to be native to it to, to host one? All those mm-hmm. kind of things are the things that I, I think about the most. I don't know. I don't care about just thinking. You're just thinking mainly in terms of logistics and everything. Yeah. Like yeah, for yeah. certain things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Like, I, I believe um, economy-wise, like, they they have our best interests at heart. Like they're they know what the fuck they're doing with it. They knew what they do, were doing with um, data center or, or um, world travel. So yeah, I, I think I think it'll be fine. It's nothing but a good thing. Yeah, and in, and just like with uh, when you make a new care when when you're choosing your data center on the main menu, in a sense, um, it it you do have to tell the game to connect you to the correct physical. Look. It's it's the same as clicking a Japanese data center on your menu now and making uh, you know having a character there. You have to reroute you know where where your actual connection to the servers is going to be going. Your ping will be affected, no doubt. You know, reflective of where the physical location of the of the data center is. But it is essentially opening the world up to everybody in every single way. Well, not every single way. Whatever the limitations are. That's the only thing I want to know is the limitations. The big limitations ping. Yeah, big yeah limitations but you're used like, to that. Yeah, you, you, you were used to that for well, ages. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. 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 Australia's like, like, it doesn't matter where I go. It sucks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just sucks like markedly more. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. uh, I can imagine doing hunt trains would be so unoptimal with a system like this. Imagine having to log out of the game mm. every time you want to go to a data center's hunt train. Oh, it'll be a mess. Yeah, it'll yeah. be an absolute mess. So. But then people just probably won't bother. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's for the better. Because yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. wants to worry about. Hey, when is uh, when are the JP hunt trains going on? Because. Uh, is anybody running hunt yeah, trains over on this? Because I can always go scout. Yeah, people just won't. No, they won't. Just, no. no. They I mean, some, someone will. No. Someone definitely will. No, it's too much work. <laughs> it's too much work. It's too much work. Um, we got the PS5 confirmation. Um, they did make mention, now this is real important. He made mention that the patch is the same day as the open beta. 5.5. That's not finalized. Yeah. They did say we haven't announced that. They, they refused to confirm it. Um, I kind of hope it is because as somebody who raids, if that is true, that is the most in advance notice to get off of work an ultimate raider has ever had. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually hope they just tell us at the live letter because we have a live letter. It's not like we have to wait for the next live letter. I think letter. the live letter will be the confirmation. Hmm. Yeah. I and think it will be the confirmation. Very important. I mean, It'll have to be now. They're going to be like making a new slide right now. Just yeah. Going, oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even think they know this ahead of time that the CEO is going to pop up and you know. And guys, you know, say some no, shit. nothing the CEO does is a surprise. It's all rehearsed for no. fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> that that one did that one did kind of like look pretty genuine, but. Well, it's because Yoshi P is knows he's especially in the last mm-hmm. year that promising a date, especially with. Maybe Japan it goes in this state of emergency out. They had to spend months working on that. I think the thing he's afraid of most is dates. I think we've mm-hmm. seen that yeah. over the years. Um, yeah, he's afraid of committing to dates. But I refuse. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, every time Yoshi goes, oh my god, you weren't supposed to know. That. It's all rehearsed. They all they do mm-hmm. this. Oh yeah, yeah. the guy with the PowerPoint slide clicker 
is so surprised that there's a PowerPoint slide with this. Oh no, it must have been slipped in and he didn't notice during rehearsals or anything. But, no. but it, wasn't, it wasn't on the PowerPoint. That's the thing. Yeah. No, that's it. And that a prepared video on. with a commercial for the PS5 version. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you think we could give it to him for free? We couldn't possibly do that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's the PS5 version, April 13th. Um, all the ex- all the things you'd expect out of uh, an update to the PS5 version. Definitely, still mm-hmm. people who are wondering where the Xbox version is. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Brian was really like, yeah, That's Brian is obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still, I'm, I'm still as unsurprised as I ever have. <laughs> Every year, it's the same thing. You just same thing. It's literally not a surprise at all. <laughs> It's a, We're it's, just gonna keep talking about just it. Just gonna keep talking about it, man. That's all it's been brought up. Yep. So, um, I have a question for you, lads. Okay. Again, as 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 I was kind of referencing before, what what was one thing that you really wanted to see? You really had like your heart set on today that perhaps um, hasn't delivered yet. Let's be optimistic and say hasn't delivered yet. I wanted the I'm theme you of think the of that. raids. The theme of the raids. I just wanted that. Right. I just wanted to know the yep. theme of the raids. Okay. Slide? Uh, new crafting stuff. I mean, they can't really do much to it. They can't really do much to it, but I am really want to see what they would do for what they could possibly change for uh, 6.0. I mean, the big thing, Shadowbringers was massive for crafters and gatherers, whether it be ocean oh, yeah. fishing Definitely. or the reworks or even just the crystalline mean, which, you know, we're going to get more mm-hmm. things along the lines of the crystalline mean. Um, it was it was the <laughs> most significant crafter-gatherer sort of focused patch cycle. I mean, even just looking at Ishgard and restoring Ishgard, mm. it was like, it was by and far the, the most expansive. So... The question is, do they just continue that with the foundation they've set? You know, they've gauged the interest and stuff like Ishgard. They've seen what server participation looks like, what having leaderboards look like, what all those systems and how the player base interacts with them. Again, it's what is the feedback? You know, what what is the you takeaway know, there? Restoring Kalamud's going to be a hell of a job. That's going to take several expansions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, maybe the tower so is our diet. So we have seasons of this? Well, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it just has seasons um, of it. Yeah. I think they're going to do the seasons yeah. again. I, I find it hard-pressed to mm. think they won't do some form of restoration that involves a seasonal leaderboard again. I just, I have yeah. a hard time thinking it won't happen. And we know that the Farmville-style thing is not a crafter-gatherer exclusive content. It's an everyone no. content. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I feel like but, crafters and gatherers will benefit from it some, like, yeah, a little bit oh, more yeah. than just, you know, normal people. Right. I mean, I imagine you'll be able to, like, use a bunch of farm plots for, like, um, uh, not, not farm plots, gardening plots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, um, for my money, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people were really, like, hung up on race stuff, you know, particularly, Mel Vieira, female Hrothgar. That was never going to happen, obviously. Right. But, uh-huh. but what I really wanted, what I was really hoping for, what I'm still really, really hoping for is a character creator overhaul. Yes. Because I know um, a lot of people who are looking at that. 
The character right. creator is feeling extremely archaic, extremely limited. I know there's a huge amount of spaghetti code in there. Um, that particularly stuff with like body sliders and stuff like that is something that they have to change like every single piece of gear, like individually every single model because they haven't like built it from the, from the ground up to have like sort of, you know, sliding kind of, um, uh, what's the term for it? I don't, I don't do 3D modeling, but you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, but just like some more face options, you know, like a couple of, couple of extra beard options. And yes. so, it's starting Please. to feel archaic. It's starting as, to feel as really the archaic. person who has never unlocked yes. the aesthetician, I could couldn't agree more. Look for a game that has such like a healthy burgeoning sort of role playing and like chi posing and you know such like an artistic sort of like character centered community. It has like a, a an old and like pretty dang weak character creator that really could use a bit of a bit of spicing up. So, Sounds like oh, something for a fan point. festival. Good thing we have the all around the world fan festival mm. to the Daft Punk song of the same name. Nice segue. What's yeah. your um? What's your hopes? I mean, we kind of point? already know, like everything we didn't get today. Yeah, a full trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the usual, uh, the usual things that we get: panels, Q and A's, a concert. But they're doing it online. Mm-hmm. It's digital. Do you don't think we get a challenge in game during this? I think we do. Because 5.5 has always had some sort of fan fest related addition to either the 24 man or its own trial. I fully think mm-hmm. that they, they line it up with a trial of some kind of a patch okay. for the trial. 100%. It's even May 15th okay. and 16th. If the 13th is the actual date, that is around the time you would expect a follow up patch to 5.5, like a 5.51. You know, that's right in that wheelhouse of timing. And they didn't mention it should feel like okay. an in-game event. They even said that. Maybe that's what the Ishgard Festival ends up being tied into that they mentioned some time ago. Mm-hmm. So, there uh, there's there's all sorts of things. I, I think they're going to do, uh, do a good job with this. And we're going to also, you know, be mm-hmm. sated on the remaining questions, the melee DPS, the raid themes, you know, the, the full main theme, the full trailer, any of those yep. details that we just haven't gotten yet. And coffee biscuits, yeah. of course. And and we should get all the panels, you know, we should get the art yep. panels and the law panels and you know, all of that kind of stuff. Q and A. You know, they could they could yeah, the Q and A. They could even do like the the uh cosplay contest. They could do them remotely. Yep. You know? They could yeah. have like you know, video or or photo submissions, stuff like that. Um I just I, I, I don't know, when when I saw them announcing this the three of us are in like a very privileged position where we've been able to attend several fan fests now. And it's like a huge, huge thing that we always look forward to. And I just can't help but be like kind of bummed out, you know, that we're, that we're going to be like doing it remotely, you know, we're like, going to be like, in this exact same current situation yeah. that we're in right yeah. the fuck now, but for two days. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it'll be, it'll be fun. And, um, you know, I think it's wonderful that like Yoshida is trying to deliver that experience as well as he can to people and that it's going to be a hundred percent free. I think that's absolutely fantastic. But man, I don't want to have to wait until 2023 for us to hang out again, you know? Right. Yeah. But, um, when, um, when the world's not burning, we could probably make something happen. We can kind of do our own thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We should. 
We should. Yeah. One one thing that I would really, really love to see, um that's uh I know like PAX, at least PAX Australia, uh does a lot that fan fests haven't been doing, is more like like it's the fan fest, you know? It's not it's not the like two day long live letter, like bring the fans into the fan fest and have like community panels. Um, for mm-hmm. instance, have people doing like, like, let us do like a live state of the realm or, you know, or, or I mean, live mog tour. Like, I know Frosty usually gets to do his stuff with like the PvP and stuff like that. And that's, that's always like a huge yeah. highlight for me. And I think doing it remotely is like, um, perhaps a unique opportunity to deliver that some kind of stuff. And I'm sure if they are going to deliver that kind of stuff, if they were going to deliver that kind of stuff, it would already be like in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't think it's likely, but I don't know. You know, I, I think that's that's a real opportunity there. I think that would be great to see having more like user generated, fan generated content for stuff like this. I've read my comment section <laughs> and I say no. <laughs> you, I have to, I have looked at the comment section during live letters and I yeah. say no. Right. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to put yourself through that. <laughs> I don't care, but mm. they're going to be looking at it, and they're going to be like, "No." <laughs> well, their mistake is to look at it. Yeah, I mean, even his shirt originally exactly. said no comment, and yet he was reading the comments. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He'll learn. All right. <laughs> Well, with that, um, I say we've covered pretty much everything. Somebody did bring something up, so I've, my resident Final Fantasy II aficionado was reminded of something. In that, La Habrea in Final Fantasy XII is uh, one of the uh, scions for Mateus, and Mateus is the name of the yeah. emperor mm-hmm. from Final Fantasy II, who is in Pandemonium. Yep. Mm-hmm. So who is in? Yep. Who's in where? Sorry. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's uh, so connection. So are you suggesting that maybe La Habre could have been like Lucifer? In this case, yes. He could, been, <laughs> I he could have just he could have just been hanging out in hell. He's in hell right now. <laughs> That's where he's in. That's where he's at. He's in the seventh. I could totally hell. see that. I could totally see that La Habre like I mean I mean I think he's dead. I think he's gone. But I could totally see La Habre having been like declared himself like the Lord of the Seven Hells or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a hell of a time. <laughs> Hell of a time. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we have uh, covered up a lot of stuff. We have covered a lot of stuff when it comes to mm. the uh, the uh, announcement stream. But we're not through yet. We no. have no, the live letter in about 39 minutes. Yeah. So I'm suggesting we maybe throw on some music, take 10 minutes to... <laughs> Relax, mm-hmm. come back, and get our second half underway. Take a power nap. Take a take a quick power <laughs> nap. <laughs> so, yep. ladies and gentlemen, we are gonna. I think now go to an approximately ten minute break. I'm gonna change the title of the stream while I'm at it to boot, and uh, then we will come back. Uh, let's say let's say uh, hard back time at. Uh, Four at, at, at fifteen to the hour. If you come back before then, cool. Uh, sure. The audio will be on. I will be playing music. 
And if you come back sure. early and you want to talk to the chat, cool. I'll put I'll put the information on the screen. And uh, yeah, so that way if you need to get food, drink, whatever it is you got to do, uh, everyone do the same thing, please. Get up, stretch, leave, use the bathroom, get some please. food, drink, caffeine, whatever it is that's getting you through this. And uh, that's our hard back time. It's fifteen minutes before the live letter starts. Sound good? All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, you two can get going. I'll get I'll get that on the screen so people know that that's what the plan is. And you two, if you need to get up and do anything, feel free to do it as soon as you want. I'll probably run a few minutes of ads while I'm at it. Yeah. Yeah. Too easy. Yep. Yeah.